I read this interview where they sat down with this author who's very famous, sold millions of books. And they said, what's the first step you do when writing a book? His reply was powerful. He said, I write the last chapter of my book first. He said, this keeps my writing focused because I always know where I'm going to end up. See, there was so much wisdom in that. And I don't just mean for authors. This is the way we should live our life. As we start this new year, I want you to ask yourself this question. What do I want in life? Successful people live with intention. They intentionally structure and design their life in a way that will produce the type of life that they want to experience. There's a lot of you out there listening right now that say you want to be successful, but your life is not set up and structured in a way that's going to produce that. Now what I'm going to do with this message is I'm going to lay out the five steps for making this year your breakthrough year. It's time to stop just going through the motions and start really living. The biggest tragedy is to live a whole life and never have lived. Now it's time for you to start living life instead of having life live you. I understand some of you out there have been beat up, sucker punched, and knocked down on the mat of life. I get it. I know some of you are bruised, wounded, and shattered on the inside. I get it. Some of you have been contemplating giving up. And I know some of you listening right now have thought of suicide. But I'm here to tell you, you hearing this message is not by mistake. God loves you. If you read the biographies of the greats, all of them, every single one of them were products of the struggle. They went through real life just like you are going through right now. And they turned it around. See, that's what it's all about. I know you've been wounded. I know you're hurting. I know you're feeling pain. I get it. Up until now, your spiritual enemy has used your past, the pains and hurts and the things that you've gone through to enslave you, to keep you in bondage. Now, in order for you to break through this year, you're going to have to reframe what happened to you in the past. And by reframing what held you in bondage, you can take the past and use it to thrust you to greatness. The word says, what the enemy meant for harm, God will make good. There's a powerful saying that says, there can be no testimony without first having a test. And that's what your whole life has been up until now. One great big test. Now God is going to use your past, your test, as the foundation for victory. As for the foundation of greatness. The foundation for him to glorify himself through you. See, what we got to do is help you reframe that. You've got to look at your past as boot camp, as training, as preparation, as college. You got your PhD from the school of hard knocks. From now on, when they ask you, what's your major? You say, I majored in greatness. When you go in on that interview and they say, what's your name? You say, overcomer. When they say, describe yourself, you say, I'm a product of the struggle. When I was in school, my study, my area of focus was come from nothing economics. And in that class, they taught me how to not make excuses. To refuse to concede to any other outcome but that which I desire. Tell them you studied Abraham Lincoln in the Gettysburg Address. And you have been emancipated mentally, physically, and spiritually. And you tell them in history class, you studied Martin Luther King's speech that says, I have a dream. And that, that speech inspired you so much that you decided to dream too. And just like JFK said, we would land a man on the moon by the end of this decade. 
these five steps I'm gonna lay out for you today. You can use them to start out the year or just to start over in life. It doesn't matter. They apply at all times. Whenever you get lost, you come back to these steps and these steps will put you back in order. My daddy used to say, whenever you get lost in life, son, go back to basics. Now the basics is the word. The basics is the truth. So we always start with that. Now what I want to do is start this year off with Jeremiah 29:11. It says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. And by starting with the word, we are laying a solid foundation of truth to build this year upon because truth is the couture for greatness. Now the first step to making this year your year is laying the foundation for victory. And that foundation is relationship. The foundation for our victory is established in our long time with God. Now let me back this up with the word. Mark 1.35 says, Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. I read this quote by Paul Bilheimer, and it said, The prayer closet is the arena which produces the overcomer. If you want to make this year your year, if your goal is to be successful, you must develop the discipline to set time aside every single day to enter into his presence. Every time we get alone with God, we get birth of something. Now I want to clear something up. I am not in any way, shape, or form talking about religion. I am talking about relationship. Religion cannot save you. Religion will not heal you. Religion will not liberate you. It never has and it never will. The only thing that will is a relationship. Worthy is the lamb and that's it. Your one-on-one -on -one relationship with God. Hear me now. Never buy your religion. Retail. Always buy it wholesale. Get it from the source. Go to God. Just because religious rituals have been accepted as true does not make them true. The real power of God resides in a one-on-one -on -one relationship with him. That's it. I heard this powerful story about these monks who lived up in a monastery up on the mountain. And these monks would start praying before the sun rose and pray all day in silence until nightfall. Then one day this cat got on the grounds at the monastery. And like clockwork, as soon as the monks would begin to start their prayer time, the cat would begin to meow and cause a ruckus all day long. Finally, the chief monk said, we got to do something about this. So they would take the cat every single morning before they started their prayer time and they would tie it to a tree so that it wouldn't make noise and wouldn't disturb their prayer time. And it worked. Before they started, they would tie him up. He wouldn't make a sound the whole day. And at nightfall, they would untie him and life went on. Until one day, the chief monk passed away. Now his understudy took over and they continued this cat tradition for years and years and years. Then one day, the cat died and this threw the whole monastery in a loop. They didn't know what to do. How could they start their prayer time without first tying up the cat? So they called a council. All the wise monks got together deciding on what they should do. And one of the monks said, why don't we just go out and find another cat, tie him to a tree, and then we continue our worship. Now this sounded like great wisdom to the council. So they all agreed upon it. They went out and bought a new cat, tied him to the tree, and began their prayer life again. See, that's rituals, not relationship. And that's a funny story, right? But how many of us are tying the cat to the tree every Sunday morning, going through the motions? Real worship. 
cannot be accomplished with rituals. It can only be accomplished by spirit and truth. Now step two to making this year your year is to awaken to your calling. Now the key to success is building your life around the strengths, gifts, and natural abilities that God gave you. Everything God does, he does for a purpose. Now he has anointed you with specific talents for a reason. Your calling is always gonna be tied to these abilities that God gave you. We struggle the most in life when we get outside our lane. We set ourselves up for failure when we try to do something that God did not design us to do. That's that nine to five life, right? Doing that job that we can't stand. Now what does job stand for? Just above broke. And many of us are just above broke because we traded in our calling what we've been assigned to do, we've traded out in out of fear for a paycheck. Too scared to step into our own identity, the one that God made us to be. And because life has told us over and over the lie that this is the way we are supposed to live, we willingly go into slavery, to financial bondage, living a life that we were never meant to live. Anytime we try to function outside of God's calling for our life, we give birth to disillusionment, frustration, and spiritual emptiness, lack and scarcity become our new way of life. Now that's gotta stop right now. I think one of the biggest problems in the world is that 90% of the world is out of position. They are not doing what God has called them to do. And that is why we got all this chaos, disorder and strife going on this year. I want you to stay in your lane. Now some of you out there listening to me, you know exactly what you've been called to do and you just hadn't been doing it. But some of you out there, you don't have a clue. You don't know what your calling is. So here's the thing, I want you to ask this question every single day when you get up. What did God design me to do? This will set that discovery in motion. See, you can go anywhere in life you want to go if you just ask yourself the right questions. What are you most passionate about? Success is built on fire. Fire is passion. Passion is intensity. That's what you gotta build your life around. I need to get real. Some of you out there right now, you know your passion and you know what you were designed to do. You just been too scared to step out there and pursue it. You say, how am I gonna pay my bills if I chase my dream? Okay, but I'm gonna get up in your face with it. True or not, you've been struggling your whole life financially anyway. It's not like you got Jeff Bezos money. And if you step away from your job, it's all gonna collapse. Listen, I'm all for trading. But I'm not gonna trade greatness in for safety, for a paycheck, for benefits, for a 401k. I'm just not gonna do it. I'm not gonna trade my greatness in for that. Your dream right now is to work for a Steve Jobs. When God has designed you to be the next Steve Jobs. So I ask you again, what has God designed you to do? For this year to be different, you've got to set yourself on fire. And that fire is passion. Now let me define passion. Passion is an inexhaustible appetite to display one's true inner self. It's an eagerness to exemplify and express to the world what one is. Who are you? What did God design you to do? What sets you on fire? What will make you passionate about getting up every single day and doing from the moment your eyes open to the moment you close them? You gotta spend this whole year getting to that place, whatever that is, because that is where you will be most successful in life is doing the thing that God has called you to do. Now let's back this step up with scripture. Proverbs 22:29. 29. This is what it says. 
Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. There's a difference between admiring somebody's calling and being anointed to do it. Stay in your lane. Do what God has called you to do. Now, step three to making this year your year. Step three is define what's important. When John Lennon was in grade school, his teacher went around the class asking each student, what do you want to be when you grow up? Some of the students replied, a policeman, a fireman, an astronaut, a teacher, a musician. But when they got to John, John replied, I want to be happy. The teacher said, John, you don't understand the question. And John replied back, no, you don't understand life. See, we got to keep that in focus. This year, I want you to live purpose-driven, legacy-focused, theme-oriented. Now, we all got the same purpose in life, and that is to bring God glory in everything we do. Our victories, our success, that's the marketing campaign for the kingdom of God. Now, the greats, the legends, the champions, the people that go to the highest level of success, if you study their life, they're always legacy-focused. Your life is not just about you. Your gifts are tied to this world to make it a better place. There's something inside of you that God has planted that only you can give. That is your gift to the world. My mindset needs to shift to this. What do I want my legacy to be? When I die, what do I want to be remembered for? Get up every day and ask yourself this question over and over and over until you understand and know that answer. The moment you awaken to that answer is the moment your life begins to change. This year needs a theme. What do you want this year to be about? Decide what the theme of your life is going to be this year. Maybe for you it's the year of financial liberation. The year of marriage restoration. Or maybe it's the year of the grind, discipline, and dedication. Whatever it is, this year needs a theme. See, when you give it a theme, it helps unify and consolidate your focus. Because broken focus, that's the number one reason for failure. This step taps into vision. And vision is the genesis of all greatness. Now you gotta write this stuff down. You know what the word says. The word says, write the vision and make it plain so he that read it can run with it. Write it down. Write your purpose down. Write your legacy down. Write your theme down. One mistake people make is they write out New Year's resolutions before they figure out who they really are. Find yourself before you seek the strategy. Who are you? That's the question. Seek your identity. I'm not talking about the identity that the world gave you, what the enemy tried to place on you. I'm talking about the real identity. Who are you? These are the type of questions that you gotta ask yourself over and over and over because these questions will set you on the trajectory for massive success. To fully understand this step, defining what's important, we need to break it down into five elements. Number one, purpose driven. Number two, legacy focus. Number three, outcome oriented. Number four, goal driven. And number five, action aligned. Now I wanna give you an assignment with this step. When this message is over, I want you to get out a piece of paper and at the top of it write December 31st, 2019. Pretend that this year has already happened. I want you to write down everything that you accomplished this year of 2019. I want you to write the last chapter first. Just like the author at the beginning of this message, write the last chapter of this year first. Then you pull out that piece of paper every morning when you wake up and you read it. 
then you align all your actions throughout the day to bring that last chapter about. Now step four is to live through an environment of truth. Now this principle here rests on step number one. So you can't fully awaken or understand or have revelation of the truth until you've been in the presence of God. That's why you got to get in his presence every single day. Now the word says the truth shall set you free. The quickest way to change your life is to introduce truth into it. See, the enemy cannot hide in an environment of truth. The enemy's just like roaches. When you turn on the light, the roaches run. Your life will begin to change when you reach over and hit that light switch. You heard me say it earlier. Truth is the couture for greatness. Truth does not discriminate. She blesses all who embrace her. Now there's two elements to truth. There's God's truth and order, which is the natural laws that govern this universe, right? Like gravity, the law of attraction, the law of love, these things, right? The elements that he put in place. And then there's the truth that he put inside of you, your identity, your truth. Who are you? You can't fully walk in truth until you understand your identity. My wife and I, we just built a new house. So we had to go down to the post office and change our address. Now we've been getting these notices in the mail at our new address saying come to the post office. We have mail there that was sent to the old address. Now when we go down to the post office to pick those packages up, the lady at the counter says, I need to see your identification before I can give these packages to you. I have to confirm and identify who you are. It's the same with life. God has already sent you the promise, already sent you the blessing, the healing, the prosperity, the abundance. It's already been sent. But in order for you to pick these packages up, these blessings up, you got to show the world your identity. Your identity has to match the name on the blessing. The true identity that God gave you. You can't have what you are unaware of. I tell people like this. I used to read other people's dreams until the day I found my own. And because I've discovered my identity, I can now see my dreams so clearly that its manifestation is inevitable. The world knows exactly who to send that blessing to. Now to live in an environment of truth, we have to approach our relationships differently. You see, real success is the full and outright demonstration of authenticity. You can't be living half-truth in relationships and expect to live real and authentic in your work. I'm going to give you something right now that will change the whole dynamic of your life if you adopt it. From this point forward, vow to make every relationship one of truth. First, you raise your own standard. Everything you do, let it be done in truth. Then, once you establish your own standard, then demand that of everybody that's around you. Truth is the key element to having amazing, intense connections with people. And that's what life is all about, connection. If you are tired of lukewarm relationships, you can change that. You can set your relationships on fire if you are willing to be vulnerable, emotionally exposed, willing to walk in truth and be authentic with people. This will change your whole life. It's how you set this emotion. You tell everyone in your life this. You say, I don't want anything from you except your truth. I will not judge you on what you say to me. The only thing I will judge 
is the level of truth that you give me. And once you walk this out, you will begin to establish trust with those that you are involved with and the relationship dynamic will completely change. You will move off the surface level and down to the depths of real life and connection and from that place, the spark will be generated and that spark will set you on fire on the inside. And that fire will bleed over into the work that you are doing and propel and thrust you to the greatest heights known to man. Truth is the couture for greatness. See, every problem in life is just a true problem. Some of you looking in the wrong place to fix your work problem. You're thinking it's about work when it's actually about your relationships. If you don't establish truth there, it don't matter. See, truth is the chiropractor of the mind. This year, vow to live through an environment of truth in everything you do. Ask yourself these questions. How much truth am I currently walking in? How much truth is in my marriage, my family, my relationships, my work? How real, how truthful am I being with God? It's time to stop faking it. It's time to stop going through the motions. It's time to be real. It's time to stop living lies, man. Life is too short to live that way. You don't have to answer to the world. You only got to answer to God. And that truth that he put on the inside of you. Live you. Live the real you. Display to the world what truth really looks like. Now that brings us to step five, the last step. You got to align your mind with success. Because wherever the mind goes, the body will follow. And the word says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's Romans 12, 2. It all starts with your thinking. Your mindset is the thermostat that sets the tone for every environment you enter. You got to walk in the room different this year. You can't make 2019 a success living a 2016 mindset. This year, I want you to start dreaming bigger. You got more inside of you. You've been settling for way less than God intended for you to have. Dream bigger because with God, all things are possible. A person who cannot control their thinking disqualifies themselves from success. This step builds on the previous one. A disciplined mind rooted in truth can do the impossible. Now, thoughts and behaviors consistently aligned with success will eventually produce the outcomes that give birth to it. Now, this year... I want you to pour success into your mind. Whether that's reading, listening to audiobooks, watching videos, going to seminars, whatever it is, surround yourself with greatness and pour that in by the gallon. If you want this year to be different, then you got to commit to making different happen. You got to face your fears this year. You got to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Don't run every time something hurts. Every time you feel uneasy, every time you get a little uncomfortable, your feathers get ruffled. You can't get the success running from things. Fear is a track star. You can't outrun it. The only way to beat it is turn around and face it, conquer it. Some of you have been giving up too easy. To give up on a dream is to commit abortion on a life one could have had. Some of you were right at the door about to make a breakthrough when you threw in the towel. You were right there. You worked your whole life for that and you gave up. This year, this year, you can't let that happen. This is your year. You got to own this year. Don't let it own you. Some of you need to make this year's theme the year of the comeback. I know some of you have made mistakes. And you keep beating yourself over it. I know some of you feel like the world has robbed you and done you wrong. I know some of you have been knocked down on that, man. I get it. Let me give you an example. Nobody goes to a movie and watches 
from the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie, and the whole movie is just perfect. No struggles in life, no pain, no hurts, no nothing. Nobody would go pay to see a movie like that. The biggest movies are tragedies. That's where the beginning of the movie, we tap into a character, and then that character has some big setback, some big challenge, some big mistake, some big pain. Something happens that breaks them down to nothing. And down in that nothing, they find themselves, and when they find themselves, they rise up and conquer. We pay over and over and over for that movie. And that movie is your life right now. What has happened and transpired up until this point is the beginning of the movie. The good thing is, you get to write the ending. Now write the ending, write that comeback story. That movie of your life that will have people lined up around the movie theater paying top dollar to come see it, hear about. If you're tired of your life, write a new script. If you don't like the one that you're portraying in the movie, change roles. You are the Steven Spielberg, the George Lucas. You are the director of your life. You are the Walt Disney dreaming. Dream the life that you want. Pick up the pen and capture it on paper. And get behind the camera and shoot that movie. Live your life the way you want to live it. You are beautiful, strong, and amazing, and you deserve the best that life has to offer. Now I know life has sucker punched you and hit you on the chin a few times, put you down on the mat, but here's the truth, you're still standing. You're a product of the struggle, and your best days are ahead of you. Here's the truth, the world is yours. Make this year your year. Own it. Don't let it own you. Go get what you deserve. Draw a line in the sand and say it all stops here today. I won't live this way. I was meant for greater and I'm gonna achieve it. I'm going to the top and ain't nothing gonna stop me. I know who I am. I am a champion born and raised to overcome and I will not be denied what is mine. I will not settle for anything less than my best. I'm a child of the most high God and today I start acting like it. This is Billy Oldsbrooks and I am blessed and unstoppable. And to God be the glory. Visit our official website www.motivationalspeech.xyz